0: This is the Seedbed Daily text, which is becoming the wake-up call, launching on October 3rd. In the meantime, we're in a Top 10 Greatest Hit series. Today's entry is entitled, This May Be the Most Important Question I Will Ever Ask You. Philippians 1, 7 and 8. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. Consider this. Paul not only loved the Philippians, he liked them. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. It's been close to 20 years ago. I remember the day I was pastoring the leaders of the biggest event I had ever been a part of before or since. We gathered the evening before the event began for a time of consecration. As each of the leaders came forward, two or three of us would lay hands on them and pray prayers of blessing and consecration as they knelt to offer themselves for the Lord's service. As the time came to a close, one of the men who had been helping with this work caught my eye. He approached and asked if he could pray for me. As he prayed, he broke pace with his words and moved into a kind of prophesying as though he were speaking words straight from the heart of God into my deepest self. I'll never forget those words. He said, John David, you know I love you, but I need you to know that I don't just love you. I like you. I want you to know that I like you. That moment changed me. It was an awakening to the affection of God. Not for the world, but for me. I've carried those words with me ever since. They changed the way I understood the nature of the love of God. They also changed the way I understood the nature of loving other people. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. So many people understand the love of God as a kind of divine tolerance for them. As a result, the world often understands the love of the church and its members as the self same kind of tolerance, or not, for them. Then, by the grace of God, a follower of Jesus comes along and gets close enough to you to see you. They don't see you through the lenses of their own brokenness or their idealism, which are often two sides of the same coin. They have a mysterious capacity to see you like God sees you. Their love takes the form of a deep, like. They don't love you in spite of your brokenness or because of it. They like you just because of you. These are the ones who know the affection of Christ Jesus for themselves. These are the ones who are learning to trust this affection so much so that they have learned to like themselves. And these are the ones who cause us to dare to believe something different about God and about ourselves. I'm going to tell you now what I believe may be the deepest, perhaps the hardest, and as a consequence, most neglected truth of the gospel. We tend to believe our love for others originates from God's love for us. And it does, just not how we think. Our love for others will never exceed our love for ourselves. And our love for ourselves will never exceed our awareness and experience of God's love for us. No one knew this better than Jesus, who put it this way. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself, Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine. It's why in John's gospel, Jesus brings the entire gospel down to a single command. Love each other as I have loved you. We must know beyond knowledge God's love for us. In other words, you've got to know God likes you. This is the whole point of Jesus. This may be the most important question I will ever ask you. Do you know Jesus likes you? As we go along, we will see just how deeply Paul understood this. His affection for others flowed like a river, from his affection for himself, which flowed like a river from his experience of Jesus' affection for him. That's the mystery and the miracle of the gospel. We can settle for no less ourselves. The prayer. Abba Father, we thank you for your Son, Jesus, who is both the Way and the Waymaker. He is the life and the life giver. He is the truth, not as a construct of knowledge, but as a person, the word made flesh. I want to know Jesus more than I want to know about him. I want to know him personally and intimately and powerfully. To this end, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The questions. Does your knowledge about God outstrip your knowing of God? Will you allow this to rise to the level of a holy discontent within you? Are you ready to invite the Holy Spirit to lead you to the next place of knowing Jesus? What will this look like? Does your pride and your knowledge about God hold you back from the kind of humility required to know God more? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.